generous life. This is what belonging to God is all about. We have written this book in the hope that as we learn to dwell in the good news of belonging to God, we will grow in the freedom to give ourselves to God and others in ways that are impossible for those who treasure their lives as their own. We hope people will discover in this book how, in God's strange economy, to live with God as the Master is not suffocating but it is the very thing that will finally allow us to breathe deeply and live courageously. We invite you to take hold of the life that is truly life. Part 1. From Belonging to Bondage The Ewe Lamb, What Went Wrong? 2 Samuel 12, 1-7 says, And the Lord sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said to him, There were two men in a certain city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb which he had bought. And he brought it up, and it grew up with him and with his children. It used to eat his morsel and drink from his cup and lie in his arms, and it was like a daughter to him. Now there came a traveler to the rich man and he was unwilling to take one of his own flock or herd to prepare for the guest who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger kindled against this man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die, and he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, You are the man. Opening Quotes, Chapter 1 Psalm 100, verse 3. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. Luke Timothy Johnson writes, My existence is not something I have or possess. It comes to me, without my having any say about it, from another as a gift. In the strictest sense, I am, but do not have my own existence. Douglas Meeks, God Owns by Giving. Chapter 1. All Things Belong to God We Belong to the Lord I remember asking my son, who was five at the time, about his day. Jonathan didn't think very long before he smiled and piped up. I learned something. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I replied. You can't serve two masters. That made me smile. Clearly that morning his class must have looked at Matthew 6.24, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. I was impressed with what he had learned, and I thought our conversation would move on. But Jonathan asked, Do you know what a master is? Intrigued, I wonder what he might say. Owner, was his simple reply. Satisfied that he had taught me enough for one evening, he returned to his dinner in hopes of getting dessert. But even as he moved on, I found myself taken aback by his simple but deeply insightful answer. Okay, he was probably just repeating what he learned in class, but coming from the mouth of a child that felt profound, was Jonathan Wright. In 1563, some ministers produced a catechism in Heidelberg, Germany, to teach the essential truths of the Christian faith. The first question in the catechism moves us to the heart of the matter. Question 1. What is your only comfort? In life and in death? Answer. That I belong 
body and soul, in life and in death, not to myself, but to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. But don't we own ourselves? Our passion to possess, however, jeopardizes this joy of belonging to God. Especially in the affluent West, our sense of self can become so wrapped up with the idea of self-ownership that the thought of belonging to somebody else, including God, looks like a threat and not a hope. Fearing to give, we grasp ever more tightly. We constantly clamor for our rights and cling to the impression that we own our bodies, our money, our ideas, our time, our property, and everything else we can manage to slap our name tag on. But more than anything else, we feel sure that we own ourselves. John Locke, the English philosopher and political thinker, helped shape this modern mentality, arguing that self-ownership is an incontestable human right. Locke writes, Though the earth and all inferior creatures...